Welcome to Teachers Ed Podcast. I'm your host, Edward DeShazer. And on today's episode, I have Tania Fisher, running extraordinaire, (laughs) (laughs) also a first grade teacher at Greater Holy Temple Christian Academy, also a really good friend of mine as well. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you. I'm kind of caught off guard. You said a really good friend. I thought that would be Best friend. Thank you. Sorry to sell you short. You know, you just done went to Paris on me and I don't even know you anymore. So we'll talk about that on a different episode, though. But I appreciate you being on the show. Um, What I'd like to start is just tell the people that are listening a little bit about yourself. Um, Okay. Uh, As Eddie stated, my name is Tania Fisher. I'm a first grade teacher. I've been teaching for about, I would say, 10 or 11 years. It gets foggy when you start to get um, into it for so long. After that first year, it gets foggy. Yeah. But I've been at Greater Holy for eight years. I've taught K-5, second grade, first grade. So oh, we got a little friend right there. There's a, there's a, there's a very cute dog in the yeah, studio. He's, so. he's very distracting. He's such a good boy. You'll be on the next episode. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, yeah, now I'm in first grade. And how many years I've been there, that's foggy too. But uh, <laughs> long enough, long enough. So what else? I know you do some other things. You have social acts. You, oh, okay. I can go. Oh, yeah. We're going to go into all of it. Okay. You, I need you to like, people Believe need to know plus. what you okay. do. Yeah. You're, yeah, you're yeah. when you think of what you do on a, on 100% being a first grade teacher is like, it's a decent chunk, but you do some other really cool stuff. So yeah, um, I have a business, Social X Milwaukee. We are a young professional consulting group that encourages, I should start saying professional encouraging professionals to stay in Milwaukee. So we attract talent to Milwaukee and um, try to retain talent in Milwaukee. We do that by um, planning events. And uh, my realm in that is that I'm the health and wellness director for that. So I plan all health and wellness events. And then the biggest one underneath health and wellness is my running group, my baby, FEAR MKE. So it stands for Forget Everything and Run. Um, I have a very big running background, so I want to um, encourage other people to find their love in running. So that's been around for nine years. Um, That has blossomed into me becoming a Lululemon ambassador and an ASICS um, ambassador as well. I'm trying to think of what else I do. That, I've cut it down. So that is like... What else you do? Like you didn't just like flex on right no i I don't know what else i do besides you know have these other businesses and sponsorships by two major corporations but yeah and i sit on boards to give back and to serve my community so and then that's it so as the health and wellness the topic that i want to dive into today is you know just speaking about like teachers wellness and you know being gentle with yourself and giving yourself grace so the biggest thing I know a lot of people when they tune in and a lot of the direction that I've went on TikTok is just giving teachers, I don't even know if it would be encouragement, but what's some of the advice that you would give to a struggling teacher? Because I think a large percentage of teachers, if not the almost all of them, are having some moments where they're really struggling in teaching. Mm-hmm. What's some advice that you would give a teacher that as they're finishing up the school year, what's some advice and encouragement that you would give them? Yeah, so um, I think first, this is this could be for anybody, like giving yourself grace. So it's okay. It's okay if that student didn't understand that subject. It's okay if 
um, you thought you were going to teach this elaborate lesson and you were only able to get through like two points. So something I learned when I was coaching, I would make these like amazing workouts. I thought they were great. Um, and I would be really upset with myself when I didn't, like my boys didn't perform. So I was a track coach for 11 years at my old high school. So I would be really upset when they wouldn't perform the way they were supposed to perform during these workouts or if I had like five 200s and then at the end they had to do like a, you know, a time trial and it didn't happen. And my coach told me like, you're not, everything is not going to, you don't have to follow everything just because you wrote it down. So just because you made that lesson and in your head, yes, you made these PowerPoints, you had all these stickers, these crayons, and, you know, you came in, you're like, this is about to be lit, this is going to be great. Like, it's okay. Yeah, it's not going to go as planned because they're children, for one. Like, let's talk about that. They're kids. Everything is going to be unpredictable, and that is the beautiful part about your job that you get something different every single day. So not expecting everything to be what it looks like and what you wrote down. So one thing for sure that has helped me with coaching, with life, your to-do list, (laughs) your lesson plans, just because you wrote it down does not mean it has to happen. And I think teachers are like, we have these lesson plans and we have all these things and it's like things don't ever and I don't even, that's not even kids. Like when you're dealing with adults, Life. things don't ever go as planned. No. And I, and I do feel that's where a lot of teachers struggle because I, most people that get into teaching, their brains think I, a lot of times can be like the straight line. And when things get outside of the line, you kind of get frustrated because like, no, this was supposed to happen and that was supposed to happen. So I think it's important for teachers to hear that because like, it is okay. You may have 10 ideas and you may only get to one of them. Exactly. But did were the kids engaged? Did they enjoy themselves? You know, did you get them further than where they started? Like it's like a running. Like you may not run the whole mile, but did right. we get even a forty yard dash mm-hmm. out of it? Did we get a hundred meters? Like whatever it may be, it's like right. as long as we made some progress, even if it's only baby steps, it's like it's still better than where we were the day before. So just knowing that you don't have to be perfect. Right. I exactly. Think it's, Someone needs to hear that. Yeah. There's teachers that are like, by the book, everything has to be right. And then when they're not, they feel teachers will beat themselves up yes. more than anyone else. Yeah, It's like administrators will beat you up too, but teachers beat themselves up more than any. And it's like, you already have enough people beating you up. Right. Students will beat you up. The parents will beat you up. The administrators yeah. will beat you up. Don't beat yourself up. Yeah. Give yourself grace. It's okay. Grace on the tough days. Yeah. So for someone other than grace, for someone like you that does 10 different things. How do you find the balance as an educator to be in, I think you're an an incredible teacher. As a previous guest, we had Amber on, one of your guys' classroom is always one where kids are just in there. And I I like to say it's cooking, because like it, you come in and kids are having fun. It doesn't look like the same old thing that you've seen a lot of classrooms. How do you find the balance between all the things that you do Because there's a teacher that's listening that's, and maybe they don't have businesses and they don't run, but they have other titles, whether that be mom Mom. or Mm -hmm. friend or wife or husband or whatever that other may be. How do you find balance in being all those things while also feeling like you're being successful in the classroom? 
So I haven't mastered it yet. <laughs> no, I don't Does think anyone I've ever. ever I don't no, know if I won't. Yes. It. <laughs> so take you know take what you want from what I have to say. Um. So I have started to leave work kind of right away. You were looking for me the other day. I did. Um, did you leave early? No, I swear I didn't. The time. Did you leave early? <laughs> I did not. <laughs> I did not. I we dropped the kids off at three fifteen for their after school, and I was literally out the door probably by three seventeen. Um, I can't no more. I you can't. shouldn't. No, I, no teacher no. should, unless you're staying after for a program. Yeah, it's like leave, go yes. home. Yeah, I can't. And I used to stay, and I used to like. We used to have to kick you guys. Out. I know. It like was it's so six o'clock. Go home. Oh, and I oh, and I loved it. Um. Man, I loved staying, and we would get all print so much stuff, and like, I really, I did like it. Um, I don't have, I don't have time for that no more. I'm, I have a fiance now. Congratulations! Thank you. I need to get home to him. He has a son. I have a bonus son now. I need to get home to him. Um, my dogs. We got two dogs now. Like, that stuff is important, and they keep me balanced so I can bust all my other moves. Um. And then we get out of school early. That is a blessing. Please don't change that. But yeah, we get out of school. Well, you leave early anyway. No, so I don't. don't. I <laughs> but um, yes, I want taking full advantage of, you know, we getting out at 3.15, 3.30. Like, that's a blessing. So I'm trying to take advantage of that. Um, I need to prioritize stuff. You know, teaching is important. Entering my grades is important. I need That is something I'm working on, but I've been better this quarter. Um and make it, my students are important too. But you know what? I am important as well. And I have to fill my cup. I have to be fulfilled before I can like go and like give to everybody else, you know? So um, yeah, I set up meetings at four. I try to, you know, set them right when I get out of work. So then I'm free by at least seven-ish. And then I can do the rest, you know, spend time with my family, talk to my sister, friends, stuff like that, spend time with them. So um, I think you need to prioritize, you know, what's really important in yourself is important. Prioritize yourself first and then start to dwindle down what else is important to find that balance. And I think for a teacher that's listening, one of the steps that you can do is you know, whatever time, say your school ends at three o'clock, put in your calendar, four o'clock, I'm reading or four o'clock, I'm going for a walk. I think really being, which I'm assuming that you've gotten pretty good at when you have a million things, it's like, if it ain't in my calendar, forget about it. Like if it's not in my calendar, please don't expect me to be there. Cause I'm not going to remember where it's like, you know what, in your calendar, you get out of work at three on a Tuesday, put that you're going to go for a walk with your spouse or with your boyfriend or girlfriend or your kids at 4 p.m. Like make time to do that. But I also think that shift in, like my son is in, what's it, Cameron? Fifth grade now. Like their school doesn't give homework. Yeah, he's in fifth grade now. Like they don't give homework. And a couple of years ago when I first heard that, I was like the old grumpy Abe Simpson. Like back in my day, we used to get homework. But it's like more often than not, when kids are doing homework, it's busy work. Now, if it's a project, totally kids should be doing it. If it is a report and kids are in middle school and high school, totally should be doing it. But just handing a kid a sheet of problems to go home and do, I think is stupid. Sorry, 
people that get offended by that, but I think it's stupid. Now, if you're like, you know what, I want you guys to read for 30 minutes every day, I think that's awesome. Kids should be mm-hmm. doing stuff like that. Yep. But giving kids busy work where often it's like the parent may be completing it. I don't know who did this work. Right. Like, listen, yesterday you didn't know what four times four was, but today you knew it 30 times. Right. That's because your parents are, or you yeah. had a calculator. Or So it's like giving stuff kids to just stay busy is stupid. On the flip side, every time you give 20 kids something to just stay busy, that means you got you 20 things now. that you have to be busy with as well. Mm-hmm. So it's like forget homework. Yep. Did the kids have a great day and learn? Like, let them go home and be kids. Let them go home and read. Yeah. Let yourself go home and be a parent. Go right. home and be a you know a great friend, a great wife, husband, boyfriend, whatever your other titles are. And there's a lot of teachers. I've learned that just on the videos that I've posted on TikTok, the overwhelming response. And it, I hate seeing it. Every time I see a comment, I'm like, I already know what the comment is. It's like, it's easier said than done. It's like, yeah, but we have to be intentional. And I think some of that struggle is you have principals and other people that just have these superintendents that have these high expectations. Like kids need to do an hour and a half of homework a night. So you have teachers that leave that can't leave their work at work. And I think that is just where education, every almost every other job, you leave work and your work is done. Right. Teachers are like, you work 40 hours, you're grading papers you're doing lesson planning, like you're doing all these other things outside of work where it becomes like a 60-hour job that you're not getting paid the extra 20 hours for. Mm-hmm. So it's like you get summers off, yeah, but you just worked 60 hours for the last 24 weeks. Right. Um, so I think just encouraging teachers to put in your calendar, you know, these things. What are some activities that, I know, you know, with health and wellness, what are some activities and tips that you would give to a teacher? You know, you're someone that grew up playing sports played sports sports of your life as revolt what about the educator that or the teacher that's like i've never done a sport what are some simple things because i do think there's strength in fitness right and like that really helps your mental being yeah what are some tips you would give a brand new person that does not know the first thing about working out that they could do to start just little things to get them on a better path of health and wellness because ultimately then they become a better person better and person. a better teacher absolutely um so i would say for physical fitness it can look different for everybody. And I think that's the misconception that people think they need to be running or lifting weights or um, yoga or whatever. You can do move your body. That's it. So if moving your body means swinging a golf um, club, that's fine. You're moving your body. Walking the course, like that is moving your body. Walking, period, is moving your body. Um, tennis yoga, rock climbing, all that stuff is moving your body. So I think people need to just find, and that's for anybody, teachers, you know, like you just need to find what works for you and works for your schedule. Walking your dog, having a dog is like makes you like physically fit. So I think anything like that is helpful. Also, and then we need to think about mental, our brains. I am a huge advocate of therapy. I think everybody should be in therapy. Um, Especially teachers. Yeah. <laughs> we all have stuff, you know, You and like even to deal with relationships, Not and I'm not talking about boyfriend, girlfriend, wife, husband, friendships, mothers, fathers, siblings. Like it's just very good to talk to somebody and even your classroom partner. You can't unload everything on them. So I think talking to a therapist, I highly recommend it. 
10 out of 10, everybody should try. Um, and that helps with, you know, filling your cup to be able to show up and be a better person for those babies because they don't deserve, you know, half of you just because you are not doing what you you are supposed to do for your health. And I think what you're saying, I don't want someone to take that because people, and I've learned this, people will take it and be like, well, you're saying I need to give them everything. No, what you're saying is we as people need to make sure that we are good as people because when we're good there, we ultimately will be better in teaching. Right. But we have to make sure we're getting movement, you know, talking to someone. So it's not just every day you come in and the people around you are like, oh, I got this going on. Like you don't want to be the Eeyore of right. your building. Right. So finding someone outside of there where it's like, hey, this is what's going on and being able to really have conversations to help balance the relationships because educators become the sounding board for all of their friends' problems. I've seen that too often because you're selfless people, you are saying yes to everyone, and then because you say yes to everyone, what does everyone do? They bring you all your problems. Mm -hmm. Can you do this? Yes, I can. Can you do that? Yes, I can. Your principal's like, hey, can you do this committee? Yes, I can. Can mm -hmm. you try this sport? Yes, I can. And we become so overwhelmed that eventually you just have to say no. Yeah. Like, no, I can't. Like, you look at your phone like, you know what? I can't stay after and do that because at 4 p.m., my husband and I are going for a walk. Right. And unfortunately, like, I can say that because if someone said, you're like, yeah, I understand. But there are people in administrators that will guilt you, be like, no, are you sure? Like, what about this job that you're, like, this job ain't going to be there forever. Mm -hmm. If someone plans on teaching for 40 years, I would tell you to think twice. Right. Like, don't. Whenever your season is, you do it, but you have to make sure, like you said, that you're doing all these things outside so that when you are in the classroom, you can be the best version of yourself. And some days you just are going to have a rough day, unfortunately. Right. And that's, there's nothing wrong with that. No. And like you said, to start, it's like giving yourself that grace and mercy. Like every day you're not going to be on point. Right. That's okay. But understand that you can come back. There was a, a video I did a while back and it's like, courage isn't always the loudest roar. Sometimes it's just showing back up the next day and be like, you know what, I'm going to try again. And I think it's important for teachers to understand that because every day is not going to be perfect, but we have to make sure that we're being intentional with what we do, not in the building, but what we do outside of the building. Stop giving your kids a bunch of busy work because what does that do to you? It gives you busy work. Stop taking your work home. If your school day ends at 3.30, don't be, feel bad about leaving at 3.31. Don't leave at 3.28. Don't leave at 3.28. <laughs> But, like, it's okay to leave. Like, you don't have to sit at work all night. You don't have to. If you start at 8 o'clock, you don't have to be there at 6.30. Now, if you need to get in and do copies, totally right. do that. Right. But don't make that a habit where you're just, like, breaking your back. But I will say one of the things that you even said is that making sure you have a good balance, but making sure your home life is good, whether that's with someone or by yourself, like, I understand the times where it's like, in a, not in my relationship now, but I know in previous, you know, in a previous relationship, I didn't want to go home. Yeah. So I stayed at work and I ran copies. I'm running copies and stuff I don't even need because I just want to <laughs> sit at a copier because I don't want to be at home. But it's like making sure all of those pieces are aligned up because it's like it's not fair for you to go to work and be like, I love what I do, but I go home and I hate my life. Right. Or you're going, you know, to a relationship you're not happy in, or you have friendships that you're not happy in. Like we all deserve better as people. Exactly. So as we get ready to close out, what is 
we gave tips for wellness, but what is some tips that you would give someone who is just struggling? Someone is listening to this and they're having some second thoughts, whether it's about teaching. I'm all, if you're having second thoughts about teaching, I always say get out of teaching. If you're having second thoughts, listen to your gut. Yeah. But what is some some advice or some words that you would give to someone who's just struggling right now as a teacher? Or maybe it's not even as a teacher. Maybe they're excelling as a teacher and they're struggling as a friend or as a, a parent or whatever struggles they're having. What's some advice that you would give them? I would say, so I think talking, as said therapy, like talking to someone that's very helpful um, and it sounds very cliche, but the next day I promise will be better. It is, it, it always is. The next day is better. So I wouldn't get like so hung up on it. And then, yeah, start to write down and think like if you're struggling with teaching and you don't know if this is for you, then start weighing the pros and cons of that. Uh, also, I've always been a believer of only doing things that I want to do. I do not do things that I do not want to do. Yeah. You're not trapped. <laughs> no. Like, it, it, listen, if there's yeah. a teacher that's listening and you are like, I don't know if I can do this anymore, the best advice I give you is get out now and go to something else. Yes. I can tell you there, the teacher shortage ain't going anywhere. And you, yes, you're gonna you can be able always to get a find a job. You can always come back and get you a teacher. You all can job. always, yes, and so it's okay. So go do something else right now. Make and sure. come back maybe. If you want to get back in teaching, it's there. That's okay. That's okay. But yeah, I've never done anything I w did not want to do. I never wanted to sit in a cubicle, and I never have, and I never will. Um, that's just not me. So yeah, do things that you love. Your life will be a lot better. So that is for your partner, because I've been in some bad relationships too, but that's another thing. But yeah, that's your relationship partner. That is uh, family. If they are draining you, they're not making you feel good, let them go. Boundaries. <laughs> yeah. So, They're hard to draw, but you got to draw them. I, yes. don't care, I don't care who the person is. Yeah. So it's okay. All that stuff is okay. And people will try to guilt you and think you have to be friends with somebody because you've been friends with them forever or think you have to have a relationship with this family member because that's your family. No, you need to do best, what's best for you. And if that is making you struggle or if that's hurting your heart, you need to do what's best for you. Do what makes you happy. Healthy boundaries. To close out, I know that you found, and I think this is just for anyone listening, and I could be wrong on how where you found your therapist. Can you just let the people listening know where you found, because I believe your therapist you found through a website, correct? Mm -hmm. Can yep. you share that with someone? Because I know there's someone that's like, they don't know where to begin. Oh, yeah. And they're scared to say it to someone because oh. like the thought is, and it's better now than what it was, but the thought is if I need therapy, something's wrong with me. No, yeah. nothing's wrong with you. But can you share with the listeners where you found your therapist as we get ready to close? Yeah, so uh, nationally you can search psychology today, and it's great. My friend Danielle told me about it. So you, there's filters if you want a black person. I wanted someone that looked like me. So you can filter it to be what race, what gender, um, and then and your insurance, who takes your insurance, and then or if you don't have insurance. So you can put all those filters in, and they it'll generate people for you. And then it's kind of you know you gotta you gotta be ready to go through it. It's like dating. You're selecting someone. Mm -hmm. You know, you're being very selective. So you go through it, you click on these people. And in Milwaukee, if I saw somebody that I knew, I didn't select them. <laughs> I wanted somebody. <laughs> and that's scary. To, people are scared. Yeah. They're like, oh, it's going to be somebody I know. There's a plethora of people. If you see that person, just don't reach out to that person because then they won't be your therapist. 
Um, and then if you are in Milwaukee, uh, Black Space is a free like health and wellness therapy session. So they do it for free. Uh, it's offered. You can Black Space. You can look up them on Instagram, and they have three therapists that'll take care of you. Awesome, and thank you for being on the episode. Thank you for being an awesome teacher. I roped you into our school, you and did. you're stuck, stuck. forever. <laughs> So when someone tells you you should get out of teaching, that's only that's true for everyone but you. <laughs> <laughs> but I appreciate all you do. I appreciate just you for being an incredible friend uh, to me over yeah. all these years. And I appreciate you taking time out of your extremely busy schedule to spend this day <laughs> or this night, night, night. with me. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. All right. Thank you. Mm-hmm.